0: Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, How Radical Are You? Let's pray. Father, we come today hungry for what you have for us today. We're ready to receive and not only to be a hearer of the Word, but a doer of the Word. We're ready for you today, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Folks, being radical can be a good or a bad thing. One part of radical is a rebellious nature and rebellion is of the devil conversely being radical for god is a great thing we don't want to be just an average christian we talked yesterday about revelation 3:16 about what will happen to lukewarm christians which is not a good thing are you radical for god let's start today in luke 5:17 through 19 new king james Jesus forgives and heals the paralytic. 17, now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. 18, then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. 19, And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the mist before Jesus. Folks, when was the last time you or I did something radical for God? Now, I'm not talking about something stupid that embarrasses the rest of Christians but something extreme which shows your faith. Now, back in those days, a roof was often made of tiles of clay over a layer of branches and maybe grass and held up by wooden beams. So maybe they wouldn't have had such a difficult time with fixing that type of roof as we would nowadays, but still, that is pretty radical, tearing a hole in a roof to get a touch from Jesus. You know, radical can mean different things. A while after I was born again, I thought doing something radical was starting to go to church, not only on Sundays, but also on Wednesday nights. At that time, that was radical. But the more serious we get with God, the more radical things we do. The next thing that seemed radical at the time was probably going on missions trips to Haiti and Honduras. By the way, I'd recommend that for at least once for everyone out there. You can help others become more appreciative of your own country, and you'll probably want to kiss the ground when you get home. As I'm thinking about it, the next major radical thing I probably did was doing street ministry. I would recommend you don't do this the first or second month after you're saved, as people sometimes yell some pretty colorful things at you, and I did think a few times for short moments about using my old boxing skills. The point is that the more hungry for God we get, the more Bible we get in us, the more prayer time we spend with God, etc., the more radical we get for God because we realize more and more that we didn't deserve God's salvation plan, but God sent Jesus to pay the price anyway. So when we realize that God calls us to do things for him, he's not asking anything too difficult compared to what Jesus did for us at Calvary. Let's read Matthew 6, 14 in the Amplified. For if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. My friends, this seems radical sometimes, doesn't it? Forgiving others? Do you know what they did to me? Do you know how they treated me? Do you know how they talked ugly about me, etc., etc.? But this verse is pretty clear. If we forgive others for their reckless and willful sins... Our Heavenly Father will also forgive us. Matthew five forty four and 45 in the Amplified. But I say to you, love, that is, unselfishly seek the best or higher good for your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Folks, our flesh hates this verse. God, you want me to do what? You want me to love and unselfishly seek the best for my enemies and pray for those who persecute me? This is why it is so important to walk in the Spirit so we'll not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Our flesh wants to do something else to our enemies and those who persecute us. Jesus was such an amazing example for us to follow. Verse 45, So that you may show yourselves to be children of your Father who is in heaven, for he makes his Son— Rise on those who are evil and on those who are good, and makes the rain fall on the righteous and those who are morally upright, and the unrighteous, the unrepentant, those who oppose Him. My friends, notice that after we love and seek the best for our enemies, and pray for those who persecute us, that shows that we are children of the Father in heaven. Joshua 1 8 in the Amplified. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. My friends, in the natural, this seems very radical. Reading and meditating on the Bible, the Word of God day and night? Why? so that you may do everything in accordance with all that is written in the Word of God. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. Wow, folks, that is godly success, being radical, meditating and reading the Bible day and night. James 1.22, but prove yourselves doers of the word, actively and continually obeying God's precepts, and not merely listeners who hear the word, but fail to internalize its meaning, deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. Folks, here is another radical thing to the flesh, not only hearing the word of God, but doing the word of God. Folks, Let's all be more radical every day by doing more and more of the Word of God. Jude, verses 17 through 25 of the New King James. But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lusts. My friends, this is where we are in these last days. 19, There are sensual persons or soulish or worldly people who cause divisions, not having the Spirit. 20, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Folks, notice that this verse doesn't say, if you are chosen or special, then praying in the Holy Spirit. No, it says praying in unknown tongues, my friends, and it's for all of us. But you see, praying in the Holy Ghost builds you up. You can't encourage and build up others if you're not encouraged or built up yourself. 21. Keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life, and on some have compassion, making a distinction, or who are doubting. 23. But others, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. My friends, right after God tells us to be praying in the Holy Ghost, which encourages us to encourage others, keeping us in the love of God, looking to eternal life, to heaven, pulling some out of the fire, praise God. That's radical. 2 Samuel 6, 14 in the Amplified. And David was dancing before the Lord with a great enthusiasm or with all his might. And David was wearing a linen ephod, a priest's upper garment. Folks, when is the last time, maybe in the church, that we have danced before the Lord with great enthusiasm? That is radical to some. And notice, David took off his king's clothes and humbled himself wearing the priest's garments. So David and all the house of Israel are bringing the ark of the Lord up to the city of David with shouts of joy and with the sound of the trumpet. My friends, when is the last time we called out with shouts of joy to the Lord? That is radical. Do we sometimes worry about what others will think about us more than what God thinks about us and called us to do? Verse 16, Then as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michal, Saul's daughter, David's wife, looked down from the window above and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she felt contempt for him in her heart because she thought him undignified. Folks, we can learn a lot from this response from David's wife. First, she was up above looking down upon David, like many of Satan's people are doing today in the world, telling Christians how they are wrong and embarrassing themselves. Secondly, David's wife and Saul's daughter learned about pride from her father Saul. But David had a heart for God, and he focused on God, not on people's reactions. And then his wife gave him more grief as that chapter goes on about how he was dressed. But see, David danced radically in pure enjoyment before the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. We choose to be radical for you, Father, because we know the things of God are foolishness unto men. So we choose, Father, every day to be more on fire for you, Father, more radical for you. And we love you, Father, and praise you in the precious name of Jesus. Folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.